0: well we're back for another episode of art house rewind i'm matt i'm brian and i'm keller that's beautiful uh today we've got another getting to know you episode where we want to talk about one of our favorite people around art house and um this is gonna be a good conversation but before we jump into it brian tell the people what's going on
1: what's happening in art house land oh boy we've got things. so this weekend we are opening Petite Maman, which is the new film from the director of Portrait on a Lady, Portrait of a Lady on Fire, and it is a great uh, little fantasy childhood fantasy story mother daughter thing that should be quite excellent. I've heard nothing but great things. I'll be checking it out before the first. You really liked Portrait of a Lady on Fire, right? yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, so. does Petite Maman translate to little mom?
1: It does. Okay, I was curious. Yeah, do do you speak French? (laughs) Well, I do now. (laughs) now, Bonjour. Put that on your resume. Uh, Yeah. So uh, check that one out. It's also nice and uh, brief. It's like seventy-two minutes. Oh, cool. Uh, And then also on Friday uh, we will have part two of our Friday the Thirteenth series that we're doing every Friday the Thirteenth from now until we get through Jason X and. I think it's November twenty twenty six. So, uh, but part two, uh, Friday the thirteenth, part two, we have on this Friday the thirteenth. So, just keep up with those, and you know it should be a lot of fun. To and do we're continuing those. to play the Duke at Art House, and we're which continuing is playing to Duke. well, and it's good film. Yeah, enjoyable. Yeah. One of those, that, pleaser.
0: yeah. It's hard. It's hard not to like that, exactly. that film. I remember we started it, and I was kind of like, eh, I'm not sure about this. And then by the end, I was like, Yeah, that was great. I'm glad I did that. <laughs> yeah. That was a good use of my time. Yeah. So,
1: and then on uh, Thursday, we've got uh, our continuing musical May with uh, Yankee Doodle Dandy. Uh, which is a great musical from 1942, so celebrating its 80th birthday this year. Uh, It's got James Cagney in a non-gangster role as uh, George M. Cohen, who was a big Broadway great, so it's kind of a biopic and a Mm -hmm. musical. And then uh, we will also be having, as part of Craft Beer Week, we have Superbad playing on Thursday at Art House. So not a musical. Not Not a musical. Definitely something to come and check out.
0: Great
2: soundtrack.
0: Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, so Craft Beer Week is something that's happening kind of all around town with the different brewers. And this is our kind of contribution or participation in that for people to come enjoy some brews and a good film at the same time. Yep. So don't miss it at all. Don't miss it. So, Keller, surprise, we're oh. getting to know you today. Hey. Hey, so, guys. <laughs> Keller is one of our newest art house hires in the last, how long has it been? Six months? A little over six. A little over six months. It's been like that seven or eight. Been and working here. Seven? So, uh, brought you on as the sponsorship coordinator. So, we have so many different local businesses that uh, have sponsorships. They you know, provide us resources and the finances to be able to make our budget and do what we do continually. And one of the things that we wanted to get better at was how are we doing at taking care of our sponsors, saying thank you to them, building this relationship, because it really is a relational aspect for everything that we do. And this is one of the things we thought we could beef up and we've got the beefiest guy we knew to help make that happen. <laughs> so hitting the gym just <laughs> for this. <laughs> so we brought you in six months ago. But since then, you've kind of transitioned into to some more things at Art House, which is really, really exciting. So you've, you've, gone from just a new hire to part of the family, an intimate part of the oh, family. So guys. Obviously the podcast now is part of that as well. So Keller, we thought it would be fun to do a little getting to know you uh in this episode. So all that to say, Keller, what brought you to Art House? Start at birth and bring us to six months ago. What happened?
2: Oh wow. Uh I'm glad you asked, Matt. <laughs> so I was born in the summer of nineteen forty two. Uh No, when My Dandy came out. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Well, I'm not originally from here, Mm -hmm. which you all know. I'm originally from Casper, Wyoming. And I've uh, been up and down the Rockies ever since. I went to school in Colorado for music, Mm -hmm. uh, which brought me up here. Actually, I used to play with Eric Olson a lot and Mm -hmm. Alex Nauman. And uh, Parker Brown, all friends of the cinema. And uh, whether, I don't know if you remember this, Matt, but when I first moved up here, Art House had like just opened. Okay. And you were one of the first people I met. Uh oh. And we were filming like a commercial sort of thing for it. And I remember Alex and I were like musicians busking outside. Oh, do you remember this? I do remember that. That was, yeah, and I've never seen yeah.
0: Brian, I don't know what happened. Brian Murnion was a part of that, right? Maybe I think I know what you are talking about. Yeah. yeah, that was really shortly after we had opened. You yeah. were one of the musicians. That's right. Yeah, it was it was myself and Alex. Yep, yeah, yep. I re, I mean I'd known Alex before that, so I connected
2: that. But I yeah. I,
0: oh man,
2: yeah. Isn't that funny? That's beautiful. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, I lived in Fort Collins before, and there's this uh this place called The Lyric, uh, Mm -hmm. The Lyric Cinema, that I just started going to. Um, It was actually the first movie I went to there was Birdman. Yep. And uh, I couldn't find any friends that wanted to go with me, so I went alone. It was my first time going to a movie alone. Yep. And after that, I was like, I'm never going to a movie with (laughs) anyone else. I'm always going by myself. But I fell in love with that theater. Yep. And um, so when I moved up here and met you in the art house, I was like, this place is awesome. Yes. And actually, funnily, my favorite job up until now was at a movie theater. Yeah. I was a projectionist at a movie theater in Powell, Wyoming. Yep. Yep. Which is kind
0: of an outdated career yeah. these days, but yeah. essentially you're the person that's in the projection booth, getting the reels loaded up and making a, I mean, I don't know how to do it. Yeah, but I've heard lots of stories of people that that was their job.
2: Yeah, I literally lost my job because I I went home for the summer and I came back and uh, Alan, the owner, was like, "Hey, I know I promised you the gig, you know, once you came back, but." We went digital over the summer. <laughs> <laughs> and we're literally just hitting play, so yeah. I'm sorry, man. We can't you gotta, pay yeah, you to do that. yeah. And we don't even hit it cuz it's scheduled and it just <laughs> yes. happens. So, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm
0: glad it all so. hopefully worked out in the end. So, music is kind of first love, first passion for you as far as that's what you went to school for and that's what you wanted to do. You came up to Billings to make that happen. Um, and you've done a lot in the music scene over the years here in Billings. And like, what brought you here? Were those relationships, the idea of just being around those musicians, or was there something specific of like, no, Billings, Montana needs my skills, and I have to be there?
2: Man, great question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The former, the relationships. Yep. But in particular, with those guys I mentioned, Parker, Alex, and Eric, I... Had it in my brain, especially talking to Alex and Eric on the phone before I moved up here. Um, I I really wanted a tour and like try to make it, you know. Yep. And uh, I was like, "Do you guys want to do this?" And they were like, "Yeah, dude, get up here. We'll hit the road." And and I legitimately thought like we're gonna be the next bad bad not good. Which, if you've not heard of that band, it's just like a like jazz hip hop group okay Okay. um out of canada okay and uh we had we did like two gigs had had we were rehearsing for the next and it was just like everything imploded on (laughs) itself (laughs) was that big sword that was big sword yeah yeah Yeah, i remember those gigs and i do have to say i i feel kind of bad because i kind of invited myself into that band oh yeah. that was already formed yeah, yeah. and parker played drums <laughs> yep
0: i remember that <laughs> and I was parker like, was so excited to play drums he was yeah. telling me about that and then this
2: punk shows up in yeah town. i move up and i'm like what if we both play drums <laughs> <laughs> you take a stick
1: i take a stick (laughs) (laughs) yeah man it'll be great
2: so sorry parker
0: i uh i apologize yeah i i think he's okay i hope he's okay yeah but he's doing well so you do the music thing for a while you did a lot of things and you actually in some ways saw a little bit of that dream come true because you toured for a little bit with satsang yeah and made that happen yeah and and have now kind of come, and the pandemic happened, a lot has taken place, but you still do some music,
2: but your life has kind of shifted in some ways, correct? Yeah, quite a bit. Uh, so I get the performance bug or itch. Yep. I've been doing improv comedy Stand you you scratched the, the
0: music itch until it started to bleed. Yes. And then yeah. decided to shift to something else. Yeah. It was still performance-based, but improv and comedy.
2: Yeah. Okay. And especially over the pandemic, when stuff was shut down, that's kind of when I realized like, um because, you know, I compose music also, mm-hmm. but being able to like be in a controlled format of like recording in... You know, recording and specifically playing, you know, all my own stuff, I kind of realized I like that format more than, you know, kind of doing the gig hustle. Yep. Especially with a drum set, like schlepping that around, you know, every night is, is not fun. I always laugh at
0: guitar players when they complain about having to show up with an amp and, like, oh, I got to bring my amp and set it up. <laughs> and, and, like, here's this guy next to him with literally like 15, 20 pieces of gear yeah, yeah. that does not come in in one trip. Like the guitar player, it takes, you know, four or five trips to set it all. It's, yeah. So it's, to be a drummer is you're not only committing to play drums, you're committing to carry drums with oh, you wherever man. you go yeah
2: one, one of the last like gig gigs i did was with uh eric and parker mm-hmm. and uh it was in red lodge and we played uh it was just like a private christmas party but i remember when we got done they were loaded out we were on like the second or third floor too of yep. this house they got done and loaded out in one trip and I remember I had like go up these stairs and it, it took me like four trips yeah. and I was just like <laughs>
0: And it's not like hate
2: this. It's not
0: like you're playing a mega, you know, death metal kit with, you know, two <laughs> yeah. kick drums and, you know, 15 cymbals and all. Yeah. yeah, it's still a lot. So, you're kind of you transition into stand-up comedy, improv and kind of working towards that. And yeah. and so that's kind of where you are now, right? Yeah. So what brought you to actually say, I want to work at Art House? Uh Because what people might not know is we were looking to hire for this position. And as a young, hip dude, I thought, well, I'll reach out to Keller. He knows a lot of people. He might." Our our hires at Art House have always gone best when there's a relational connection. Like, we Mm -hmm. know this person Mm -hmm. other than you, Brian. I didn't know you, but I'm really happy that we hired (laughs) you. (laughs) But they've always gone great on that front. And so it's like, let's reach out to Keller. And then a couple months later you actually called me and was like hey you know that position that yeah. you were asking if i knew anybody <clears throat> what if i'm the somebody yeah. and that so that brings us to now so what like happened in that time frame
2: yeah that was uh, again kind of like pandemic um, employment you know trickle down sure uh, just i worked for harper madison a uh, mm-hmm. small bakery and small business, you know, kind of took a hit over the pandemic, and and that was one of them. And also, I was just getting the the business changed, and I was getting a little tired of that, and and uh, wanted a change. And yeah, I remember reaching out to you, like, hey, man, uh, do you have something at Art House? Like, what if, yeah, what if, what if I came over? You know and uh yeah it was i was super excited to hear that you guys were still hiring and so you're what you're saying is you had
0: exhausted all other options in your life and arthouse at the bottom of the list was like i guess i could it's a pandemic nobody's hiring ah oh, just try art house is I'm, that what you're saying i'm glad
2: that you said that because that's exactly what happened <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad we're on the same page yeah but i i, I knew for sure that uh the people that I knew in the art house yep. were people that I would really enjoy working with. Mm-hmm. And um, also just the uh, the people who, you know, support both the art house and the Babcock mm-hmm. are, you know, people that I gel with. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: So that leads us to the next question. What is your favorite thing about
2: working at art house? Endless lime bubblies. we do yep uh honestly i love everything about the art house i will say this for the listeners every thursday we have office hours and from day one the first thursday i worked it was uh hey you guys you you bros want to get some coffee then started Coffee Bros, which happens every Thursday, yep. and it's Coffee Bros because Nicole, who is
0: a part of uh, Office Hours as well, never wants to come. No, and she be never a part does. of it. Yeah, so and so it's just Coffee Bros. It, That's ladies are invited. Yeah, but it would still probably be called called Coffee Bros. Yeah,
2: yeah, it would be
0: called Coffee Bros. Yeah. I like Great that man. a lot.
2: TMCR. are <laughs> <laughs> um, also I got to say too the uh, the films brought in are films that I would go and see anyway mm-hmm. so the uh, uh, you know ability to watch these films mm-hmm. you know right before that we're putting them out mm-hmm. is really great yeah cool so what's the hardest part about working at art house or
0: the worst part about working in the house?
2: worst part yeah about working at the art house is uh cleaning the popcorn machine <laughs> <laughs> not a fan uh i always forget the the tray on the bottom that catches the kernels Mm -hmm. and then jake uh makes fun of you yeah he Mm -hmm. shames me and makes fun of me the next morning because Mm he fight he literally any any shift you work the first
0: thing he does when he shows up at art house is checks the popcorn yes
2: i left him a note one time in that tray and i thought it was (laughs) funny and he never said anything about it (laughs) what did the note say it it was between you and (laughs) him. all right good to know (laughs)
0: This is a family-friendly podcast. It is a family-friendly podcast. Brian, do you have any questions for Keller? I feel like I'm just dominating the conversation. Yeah, you are. You're the dominator. Um, but, Dominatrix? Yeah. All right. Um, family-friendly. Oh, but, yeah, sorry. But
1: uh, I am, because you mentioned the comedy stuff, so that started here in Billings, or were you doing that in Wyoming, too?
2: Uh, that started here in Billings, but I will say, when I lived in Fort Collins, my buddy Coleman and I went to a comedy open mic, and we were both like... Like, yeah, we got some funny bits. Like, we got we to try it. And um, we were sitting at this high top, and I remember we both had PBRs, like tall cans. And, you know, they're reading down the list, and some guy went up, and I remember he played accordion and sang, and it was it was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. But then they called my buddy's name, Coleman. He was like, all right, uh, Coleman. And he just sat there and was like, you could see him visibly nervous, you know, and he just sat there. And the guys like, "All right, no Coleman, uh, Keller." And I was just like, uh, <laughs> "Dude, why didn't you go up? <laughs> now I can't go up." And you didn't go up. I didn't go up. I was oh, too no. scared. Oh. Oh, so the man. first time I went up was here in here in
0: Billings. Yeah. Okay. So, which I know is not this is not a part of our typical getting to know you episodes, but I have to say one of my favorite things about you, Keller, is just watching you be willing to jump off that ledge of I'm not I'm not quite sure how this is going to go but I'm going to take this risk and I've watched you do it multiple times whether it's moving up to Billings Montana to be a part of a jazz hip hop yeah, yeah, band yeah. that's going to tour <laughs> uh or it's you know starting comedy comedy is so hard like it yeah the idea it's one of those things we all look at as spectators and like ah, I could do that. that that's not that funny but then especially stand up like to get up in front of a room full of people and everybody's looking at you and, hey funny guy go <laughs> like that that's a gutsy thing and you're like your ability to do that and have having seen some of your stuff follow him on Instagram if you're not having seen some of your stuff it's like this is funny and people are responding to it in the room and this it's really really cool so my well, favorite though and I know I've told you this before is <laughs> (laughs) During the pandemic, Alex was doing those online shows, and you did. It's seriously like peak Keller for me. Uh, He was inviting some of his favorite musicians to play with him. I don't know if you know this, Brian. (laughs) Mm -mm. And they did a a gig at Kirk's Grocery, and Keller was the artist that was sitting in with Alex. And a lot of it is, you know, some of it is uh, pre-written, some of it is improvisational. Mm -hmm. But you show up with a keyboard, a drum kit... You got a mic because you're going to rap and you're going to, like, you've got all these, like, it's just like, I'm not going to do one thing. I'm going to do all these things. And like the guts, and I really mean it. And I I think I texted you or called you afterwards. I was like, the guts that it takes to be like, I know I can just play drums or I know I could just play keys or I know I could just, I'm going to try to incorporate all of these things over the course of this jam. And it was just like... Watching this guy go. Let's
2: do it. Let's go. Jumping <laughs> off a ledge. Oh boy, just hubris. All hubris. I. Uh, the thing. Okay, so the thing about that. That. And this, this is particular what. What we had talked about, but um, the end of that, Alex has his guest just do a solo thing, yep. like the very last thing. Boy, I am not a singer, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna play piano yeah, and sing a song and I, literally after that i couldn't sleep that night because i was so embarrassed by, really? by it but that that's i don't i just loved it because it was it was one of those two that it was like once i literally started playing and i could see like alex and shane DeLeon like in my periphery i was just like <laughs> this was a mistake this was oh god i shouldn't have done this <laughs> Uh,
0: But that's it, like that for me. The art takes hubris, like the the willingness and comedy and like the willingness to say, like, listen to me, I've got something to say. And obviously, it can go too far to egomaniac and all that kind of stuff. But uh, that because I know you, I know that that's not what's happening. You legitimately are like out of this passion and desire to try new things. And and I was I loved it. So thanks, man. So that brings us to nerd alert brian would you like to sing nerd the nerd alert
1: the nerd yeah, alert song, sings, sings yeah. song keller yeah, i'm usually does it. well practiced in it okay so. <clears throat> nerd alert nerd alert he's got something nerdy in his history and he's gonna tell us about it nerd alert <laughs> i like that one better that, <laughs> that one was, was really good better. that was really good
0: so keller what would you consider to be the nerdiest <clears throat> thing about you other than the werther's original you just yeah. put in your mouth yeah. <laughs>
2: I uh yeah you know honestly I I didn't know what to say to this one because I feel like the music thing is the nerdiest yep but um this this is pretty nerdy I'll say this when I was uh when I was younger my parents we would watch whose line is it anyway yep um, and it aired like right before my bedtime but sometimes my mom would mute the TV and have me stand next to it. And do the like Colin Mockery green screen thing, you know? Yeah, and uh, I loved that. So, so I would like act act stuff out, you know. We need to do that at the staff meetings. Yeah, yeah, we do, and just see what happens. Yeah, either yeah, probably
0: that. So that was, I mean, in some ways, a start of the love of improv. In yeah. some ways. which yeah, for many of us was our introduction into improv was that show. Which
2: yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, 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 or or you know, music, jazz in particular.
0: That's pretty nice. You can go pretty deep. Yeah. Yeah. Not very many people have the degree that you have and have spent
2: the time and energy on it. So I, uh, I used to, with my buddy Dieter in Colorado, we would go to this record store called Bizarre Bizarre and literally spend eight hours just going through their vinyl. And I was just like, that's who does that? You know?
1: (laughs) You. I guess me. (laughs) Brian, you're a vinyl collector. Yeah, and I used to do that in Bozeman. There was a shop where, I mean, nothing particular like jazz or anything, but Mm -hmm. I would just spend all day in that record shop just thumbing through stuff. So It's a thing. (laughs) Yeah, so as somebody that is on, I mean,
0: I have vinyl and I enjoy vinyl, but I'm not a collector by any means. I I, I go to Cameron Records here locally and will do that, but I want to listen to it. And so, but when you're in the vinyl shop, you're not pulling those out and listening to them, right? You're just looking at it and you're, are you looking for gems? Are you just looking for something
1: that's like, well, I've never heard of this before and you, you buy it and take a risk on it. How do you guys approach that? I'm typically looking for a gem. Like I have a, I have a big catalog of like iTunes music that I no, and so I'm basically looking for one of those ones that I really like. But mm, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to be like, not only do I want to find this, but I don't want to pay more than this much for sure. it, so I'm going to yep. dig through that used bin for hours <clears throat> trying to find it. Yeah, yeah, that is true, especially popular albums
0: that
2: mm-hmm. that you really want, um, unless they're a reprinting or mm-hmm. a repress. Um, but I, so I agree with that. I do that also, but... I think I told you about this. My my big thing is I also really love hip hop. Mm-hmm. I'm a big hip hop head, and um, so a lot of my like a lot of the producers that I really like, I'll go through and like see who they sampled, and I'll try to nab a lot of those yep. records, yeah. which is hilarious because most of them are usually not great records, and they just find like one little bit of a song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that they lift.
0: And they speed it up or slow. I mean, they'll yeah. do things to it. Oh. So even listening to the original isn't a <laughs> yeah. yeah. thing that you're used yeah. to. Yeah. yeah.
2: So I, I would do that. And, yeah. Or like even, even like old drum breaks, those were always fun to find in like old R&B records. Um, where like, especially like 90s hip hop originally sampled from, since they didn't have drum machines mm-hmm. right away, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Who's your favorite? hip-hop artist producer i would say Jay dilla okay um and uh he's R. from r.i.p <laughs> yeah james Zanti. um he's from detroit he did a lot of stuff for slum village and farside and he collaborated with tribe cult quest and stuff but my favorite mc i have three okay in this order common uh from favorite to least yes of three okay common from chicago yep um nas from Queensbridge, new york and black thought of the roots Mm -hmm. from uh philadelphia okay great lyricists man you know
0: keller i feel like we just got to know you and i really (laughs) enjoyed it we you've been known
2: thanks guys
0: Mm -hmm. uh brian do you have any final thoughts
1: yeah, man. Um, <laughs> so I know you've been telling me about um, a really good impression you've been working on. Um, <laughs> was uh, I have no clue. What's it about was to specifically it was specifically uh, Al Pacino from uh, *Scent of a Woman*. So I just need to. I just need. This to is what we're wrapping it, I know the podcast it. up with. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: Brian, oh, I do this to him all the time. Oh, <laughs> your scent of a woman. I love dance. Oh, that was so bad. <laughs> I love dancing with you. You know, let's wrap this up, guys.
0: <laughs> Not only was that excellent, but oh, I'm blind, <laughs> but I I can't, I can't even do it. Yeah, well, and they're missing the
2: visual of what
0: you're doing <laughs> with your hand and your face, like. <laughs>
1: Boy, what a movie, huh? Thanks, mm-hmm. Brian. That yeah. was great. It's unlike your top five, so I oh. figure you knew it. So.
2: Hua! <laughs> 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 Hua! Oh, oh, come dance with me! That was
0: pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'll thanks, take thanks. that. That's a good one to end it's, on. It's all the <laughs> Hua! <laughs> well, thank you so much, Keller, for letting us into your life i am grateful that you're a part of art house uh if you have anything that you need to know make sure to head to any of our social media at arthousebillings.com or instagram facebook all of those things and as always if there's any thoughts or ideas or questions or comments you can email them to podcast at arthousebillings.com awesome we got a really special episode for you next week so i hope you can tune in other than that ladies and gentlemen have a great week
1: nice, thank